Hey there, what's up? Thank you for tuning in to yet another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, Kay the Rebel. You can find me, well, the show, on only one social media platform, which is Instagram. The podcast page is TCBL Podcast, and my personal page is at Kay the Rebel. If you have questions, comments, um, would like to do a collaboration, um, or be a part of the Black-owned business segment that I'm currently doing, you can send me an email, and the email address for the podcast is this can't single letter B L Y F E at gmail.com. Um, for any new listeners, uh, welcome. So glad that you're taking the opportunity to rock out with me. And um, for those that have been listening to the podcast consistently, Thanks for the feedback um, regarding last week's episode, particularly um, the part about dating down. And um, I actually want to do a whole episode about dating down. However, I just want to make sure like I come correct because that's like, that's a serious um, uh, topic. But yeah, uh, be on the lookout for that. And I'm definitely going to do an, an entire episode in regards to that. I have been falling off with the black owned business segment. And that is because of scheduling conflicts have been like at an all-time high when I have been trying to reach out to others. Some of it's on me, some of it's on other people. But either way, um, I'm definitely going to keep that rolling. You know, it's just not always as easy as I'd like it to be. Um, I know normally it seems like my episodes are inspired by like things I see on Instagram, whether it's a meme or it's like a clip of somebody saying something. However, this week's episode, the inspiration happened um, because I was having a conversation with a close friend of mine and we were on FaceTime uh, as I was sewing in my weave. And we got on the subject of how all the years he has known me that I've had this like obsession with my hair, you know? And he kinda wanted to know like, why have I always been like so obsessed about my hair? And I began to explain, you know, why I'm like that. Um, A, um, I associate my hair with like whether my confidence level will be high or low. I don't care where I'm going or what I'm doing. Like I could be giving an acceptance speech like after receiving some type of award. And if someone had a video of it, I would probably care less like if I stuttered or stumbled over my words and instead I would have grievances like if a hair was out of place or my hair wasn't on point. Um, It does sound kind of shallow but this is me, this is me unapologetically. Um, I'm the type of person that I'm not intending any event or going someplace, you know, important like if my hair is bad like I'll give you an example I went to LA two years ago it was a family trip and this was when I had my short haircut and I had did kind of like cut some of the most of the relaxer off because I wanted to dye it red so I dyed it red and um when we got to LA something about the weather 
like made it dry and like puffy. I, I hated it. And I knew it puffed up only because I didn't have chemical in it. So yeah, after like two days of seeing myself in pictures and hating my hair, um, I woke up one morning while the rest of the family was sleeping, drove down to Walmart, bought me a relaxer, some jet black Beijing hair color and other products. And I, yeah, I went back to the hotel and I did my hair. Um, my family had no reaction because they understood. They're like, she, she doesn't play about her hair. And um, in a perfect world for me, there would never, ever be a such thing as a bad hair day. No, not at all. I really work pretty hard to have good hair days, which me and, you know, my friend were talking about. And I mean, even if it's a ponytail, I'm going to aim for perfection. I mean, like, I'll stay up late working hard to obtain a certain look when it comes to my hair so anyways long story short um he knows like about my struggles with anxiety and overthinking or thinking the worst or always expecting things to go wrong and so he was like why don't you treat the way you are about your hair and use that same mindset with everything in life and at first I was offended and I was thinking like, okay, is you trying to come for me? Like, but then, you know, I stopped being on the defense and he then further explained like what he meant in depth. And I was floored by his analogy and it made so much sense. Um, so yeah, with that being said, I guess, um, out loud going to try to like affirm what he said about the way I go so hard about my hair how I can apply that same mindset to life so um I'll talk about things that do give me um anxiety the most um success is definitely at the top of the list like if there are roadblocks I can easily become discouraged. For example, if I'm like right now, I'm trying to work on something new to take my podcast to the next level. And I've had some roadblocks and they've made me feel bad, you know? And I wanted to throw in the towel, but I didn't. And I guess if I were to apply the mindset about my hair, let's just say if one way I style it and it doesn't look right I try something different or I find another way so basically it's kind of like what he said I, I need to have that same mindset when it comes to success or like my career overall um, another thing that I have anxiety about um, is motherhood like am I doing enough should I do more why is single motherhood so common like when I brag about me doing it on my own, it's kind of like, is that really a good thing to be proud of? Or is it something I should be proud of? Um, I get anxiety about like, can I teach my son how to be a man in the absence of his father? Am I harming or helping my daughter as she watches me experience certain highs and lows in my life? How could I potentially impact her future? You know, those are definitely things that give me anxiety. And I guess the same way that 
I aim to have a perfect care day, I should do the same when it comes to raising my kids all alone. You know, I work hard at making sure I look good and nothing less when it comes to my hair, like it's no days off. And I'm gonna do the same for them. Like, no matter how hard it is, I will make sure that both of my kids are good. I mean, I'm obsessed with them, you know? So I guess, yeah, what, what is the point of having anxiety or grievances about, about that stuff? Because if I know me, like how I know that I have a reputation for having decent hair, no one can ever say, oh, you know, her hair was busted or this, that, and other. Like, I, I really do have to have that mindset. And then I get anxiety about the future. And I think that's one that probably so many of us have in common, you know. I get anxiety about where will I be in 10 years? Hell, even five years. Like, what will my life look like? Will I be proud of myself? Will I be living a quality life? Will my finances be intact? Will I be living a life that has zero regrets? Will I still be making mistakes? Will I be single or in a healthy relationship? I don't know, just the unknown in general creates a lot of fear and anxiety, you know, when it comes to my future. So, again, like what he said, you know, when it comes to here, I know I can pull off a shortcut, long weave, braids, or twist. And with that being said, I got to start believing and affirming that no matter what lies ahead of me, the possibilities are endless. There shouldn't be like any pressure for me to be one way or another. Whatever I'm doing or wherever I'll be in the future, I'm going to make it work. And I'm going to pull it off just like I do with my hair. Yeah. I really do like that analogy. I, I, I really do. And I know I can't be the only one who falls victim to anxiety you know I've had it for a while but I would say that I wasn't fully aware or I just did not understand what it was and you know there are different types of anxiety and I'm grateful that mine is just like mild and generalized and um of course there's only but so much I can do or angles as far as this episode so as a takeaway I um decided to like do some research um, and I was able to find uh, ways in which not just myself or anybody listening to this who can relate how you can manage your anxiety. And I found this via Healthline. And I guess I'm going to share that with you guys. Um, number one is to shout it out, meaning like you got to talk about the things that trigger your anxiety or, or whatever it is. And me, I... I'm pretty good about that, you know. I, I've, I've got a safe place where I, I can vent to some people who are in my corner. Um, this podcast definitely helps with anxiety, honestly. Like, sometimes I really can shout it out loud or, or, or just dump it right here on the mic. Um, the second one is you got to get moving. Like, you got to stay busy. And it's funny because I have another friend who told me, like, the best way for him to avoid his anxiety is for him to stay out the way, keep himself busy, and to remain focused. And that is so very true. Idle time is definitely a recipe for a disaster when it comes to someone who battles with anxiety. I mean, like, I um, recently um, 
did a getaway. It was like two weeks ago, and I went to New York. But shit, actually, I was everywhere, okay? I was in Atlantic City. I was in Newark. I was in Elizabeth. I was in Brooklyn. I was in Times Square. I was in Connecticut. I was all over the place all weekend. I was busy. I was celebrating my stepfather's birthday. I was um, taking my daughter on like a pre-B-Day trip. I was doing some networking with the podcast. I had a lot going on that weekend. And when I could say that I did not have not one single moment of overthinking, worrying, or any type of symptoms of anxiety. And it's because I really was busy. I was on the go. I was moving. So, yeah, it's like you kind of got to try to remain active. I mean, even if you're in your house, there's ways that you can remain active, not like just fitness or anything. Just, I don't know, going to research something. I don't know, reading a book. Just, just, It's just that idle time that really makes anxiety be more than what it has to be. Um, a third one that I found uh, interesting, a way to manage anxiety, is to break up with caffeine. I'm just about to skip right over this one because that sounds crazy as hell. That's asinine. Like, I understand they claim that caffeine prevents you from calming your mind and your nerves, but no, 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 no. For me, it does the exact opposite. Like, ain't nothing like an ice cold Pepsi when somebody is working my damn nerves or somebody done pissed me off, okay? Like, I just... I'm not going to agree with that one, but maybe for some other people, maybe you could try that as a way to manage your anxiety. Um, I guess four, they were saying, give yourself a bedtime and improve your sleep quality overall. And as I get older, I really do understand this. Um, a good night's rest is taken for granted in adulthood. It's it's um, underrated. And um, I have been able to make a connection of like my mood or... If I am well-rested, how my mindset is, because anxiety definitely has a lot to do with your mindset, you know, and if I am well-rested, I do like to think that I thrive and I do a lot better um, and not so much in my head because my mind is, is, is cleared and it doesn't have all this clutter that anxiety tends to create. Um, number five is um, feel okay saying no. I guess with anxiety, you know, sometimes you really just have to focus on you and take a step back from distractions, whether that's people, places, and things, you know, and um, I've been doing that a lot more lately. Like, I don't feel like doing something. I'm not doing it. And it's as simple as that. If I got to hurt somebody's feelings, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm I, 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 saying no to, to other people, I think that's just the angle that everybody perceives it in. You need to just look at it as if I'm saying yes to myself. I'm taking care of myself. Um, number six was don't skip meals. I guess for people who are battling with anxiety, I guess because when we don't eat, it releases a hormone called cortisol. And that's, I guess, the stress hormone. And I do know that if I have a lot going on and then I don't eat, especially mentally or just feeling overwhelmed, yeah, it definitely changes my mood. It definitely affects the quality of my day. So I'm going to have to agree with that. Got to eat something. Um, number seven is give yourself an exit strategy. You know, a lot of times anxiety is created due to us feeling out of control. 
you know, um, and you have to realize that you will not always be in the driver's seat of your life. And we have to find alternatives or create ways that gives us, you know, some, some sense of control or comfortability. And I think when I was reading the article on Healthline, they were saying that, okay, what if somebody wants you to go to an event where you're going to be around a whole bunch of people and what if you're like an introvert, which would be me, for instance. So maybe instead of just flat out saying I'm not going to go, maybe you can go and give it a try, but maybe drive separately or take your own car. So in that way, if you, your anxiety starts kicking in or you start feeling some type of way or whatever could be happening to you, that you can always just get in your car and just exit and, and, and shift that instead of sitting there and dealing with that, you know. Um, yeah, so again, give yourself an exit strategy. Like, no, like, I guess, as my best friend says, okay, it's time for me to head out or it's time to head out. Like, yeah, you need to really know when it's time to do that. And the final one um, is to live in the moment. Like, when it comes to your anxiety, you really need to focus on today and less about tomorrow's problems that could arise. Don't focus on yesterday either. And Lord knows I am such a dweller, especially when something is fresh. Woo, child. If it's fresh in my mind, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm dwelling on it. I'm analyzing it. I'm purging about it. It's whatever. I will consume myself with it. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't. Um, but the best thing to do again is to not worry so much about yesterday and not worry so much about tomorrow and just take each day as it comes. I mean, I know that sounds easier said than done, but you just, you can't just let anxiety take over you. Um, it, it is a battle and it can be a tough one, but just try to, to, to come out on, on the winning side. Um, the champion and 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 try to fight it and and overcome it um so yeah those those are my final words I don't really think I have anything to say um hopefully I'll get some feedback maybe I can even do like a part two of this episode because maybe there's somebody that has different forms of anxiety or or other things that may make them anxious and You know, this is a safe place where you are free from judgment on my platform. So, yeah, if you're bold enough or like to, or if you you just write me something via email and I can always read it. Nobody has to know who you are. Um, But, yeah, um, that's my time and I'm out and I will see you guys next week. Peace, love and stay safe.